out ridiculous <clears throat> contracts like the Tristan and the contract. And that's mm-hmm. why during trade deadline, it was there wasn't much activity outside of the Cavs because there are a lot of sellers, a lot of teams trying to get rid of those awful contracts. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So that is a terrible contract, but the Cavs aren't the only ones who made that. Those oh, I'm aware of that. I'm aware. Contract like that. Yeah, yeah. Otto Porter Jr. I don't think was uh for the uh, Washington Wizards. He had like over a hundred million dollars for like four years or something like that, and that was just like absurd to me. That's like worse, but I, I get that. But I, mean, I don't really follow you know many other sports teams with, you know what I mean. But uh, all right, yeah. so let's talk a little bit about the NFL and just talk about what your thoughts were of the um, Super Bowl, I guess, and what how Brady looked like and what the biggest surprise was. I guess Nick Foles, right? Like that was oh my god, do that, and then the Patriots defense and maybe a little bit of Belichick uh, sitting Malcolm Butler. What? Your thought process is on that. What a Super Bowl. What a Super Bowl, man. I was not expecting much out of it, honestly. I, I, for a long time, have despised the New England Patriots, but I finally just swallowed my pride, and I was, I was ready to cheer for the Patriots this Super Bowl just because we're watching greatness. Like, Brady already has five rings, so it was almost like, I want to see how many rings this guy can get because this is just absurd. Mm-hmm. And uh, Nick Foles just, he came out and he surprised the world. He shocked the nation, and I loved watching <laughs> it, you know? I yep. mean, who, who hates watching a humble second-string quarterback out-duel Tom Brady in the Super Bowl, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, you, you just, I don't think there's one per, there's outside of New England fans, I don't think there's one there's one group of people that can be upset with that performance. It's hard to root against an underdog, you know? It is. It's hard to root against an underdog. And he was confident. He was cool, calm, collected. He was out of the league a few years ago, and he came back to play for Andy Reid, and then he went to go play with Doug Peterson because he had relationships with Doug Peterson when he was in Philadelphia and when he was with me. So it's just crazy to think about how two years ago he was out of the league, you know. It was. Just, I think he wanted to become a preacher. Or a passenger or something like that. that and he just decided to come back. And, and he just, I don't know, he's just a motor. I mean, he, it's hard to root for an underdog like that. And I think he could be a serviceable starter. I think he's 20th best quarterback in the league, you know, at his top peak, you know. And yeah. It has a lot to do with, like, you know, play calling and stuff. But he def- Nick Foles definitely showed he has an ability to play in the there's not like 20 oh. great quarterbacks. There's not 30 great quarterbacks. So he's going to fit somewhere between 20 and 30 quarterbacks overall, and he could be a number one starter for a team. Absolutely, absolutely. And he, I mean, he wasn't a scrub though before he went out of the league. I mean, you got to remember they drafted him in the second round, and he had a 25 touchdown, two interception season with the Eagles, and then they traded him for a former number one overall draft pick in Sam Bradford. <clears throat> Exactly, so, yeah. It's not like Foles just had a terrible career before this. You know, he's had this potential. It's just he finally had the stage to, to showcase it, you know? Yeah. Relating to that, actually, I want to talk about uh, Jeff Fish and how – Oh, I know. I don't know what he – I feel like he's a like a negative – like if you bring him into your locker room, it's almost like a negative impact. Like he's had Casey, Jared Goff, and Nick Foles within the last year, and – all were amazing this year. So it's just funny to see how all were in the playoffs, you know. And he's also had Sam Bradford in his career. 
And it's just like, okay, well, you've had three guys who are really good, and you couldn't do anything with it, you know? So it was just, that's something, you know, about Jeff Fisher that just. Seriously. And a lot of people were high on him because he took the Titans to to the Super Bowl. They were, it was the classic game where they were one yard away from a Super Bowl win. And everyone thought, oh, Jeff Fisher, you know, he's he's basically a Super Bowl head coach. Yeah. But seriously, after this year, I think he's lost any any position in the NFL, really. I, I think I, he's I lost all credibility. Because before this even happened, you know, I didn't even think about Nick Foles, obviously, because he wasn't playing. Mm-hmm. But I was thinking, man, Jeff Fisher's got to be – he's got to be, you know, down on himself looking at how well – uh, Case Keenum's playing, how well Jared Goff's playing, how well Todd Gurley's playing, how, you know, whenever the Rams actually utilize them the way that they need.